Any information shared is not meant to treat, diagnose, or provide cures for any physical or mental conditions. I am not a medical professional, and I'm someone who just made the informed decision to experience a ketamine breathwork treatment. Plant or ketamine treatments are not for everyone. Even when done legally, there can be serious health conditions or ramifications, so please do your own research and consult your healthcare provider for medical recommendations. Hello, Own Your Story fam. I'm your host, Jenna. And if you are new here, this is your destination to be all things regarding acceptance and bravery. And we're going to get really candid during some of these conversations. We are here to live without limitations and own our life experiences, accepting the hardships, being courageous in our relationships, and becoming the author to your own story. In my first three episodes, I share my experience leaving the Mormon church, and that was a huge life transition I made, which is why I felt it was fitting to start off the Own Your Story podcast sharing that experience. So before we dive deeper into the episode about my psychedelic experience, I wanted to start with saying thank you so much for the feedback that you've given me. Episode one and two have received a lot of positive and negative feedback both I'm grateful for. If you haven't listened to those, please check them out and like, subscribe, all the things. That is definitely how we gain traction. So thank you. This episode is kind of an interesting one for me because it kind of goes in alignment with what I've been through with leaving the church. So for those of you who don't know, ketamine is different than normal psychedelics. Psychedelics are like mushrooms or plant medicines and ketamine is more of a anesthetic that is medically derived to help people kind of get the same type of psychedelic effect. So the reason behind me choosing to do a psychedelic trip was there were many reasons. The psychedelic experience I had during my ketamine session, I would say mirrored a psychedelic trip because of the following. One, yeah, I was seeing shapes and colors. Another one, my body was immobilized. So you are sitting there and allowing the medicine to run through your body. It is a spiritual experience as well, but it is definitely an out-of-body experience. So the reason why I decided to do a ketamine therapy treatment was for healing purposes. I have tried several therapy modalities throughout my life. When we were first married, we did couples therapy, individual therapy, and since we've left the church I did a therapy modality called EMDR for about eight months, and we also did um, group therapy programs. So we've kind of done them all. So I'm learning to be more open-minded with certain experiences that are healing, but also learning what works for me and what has, what has and what hasn't worked for me. I was experiencing a lot of anxiety and depression symptoms of PTSD after leaving a high demand religion that's actually very common. I did not know because one, you're leaving behind your old self, basically. When you are part of a high demand religion, that is all you really know and you live by. So when you decide to leave, you're like, 
who the hell am I? So that's kind of what I was experiencing. And I decided to do a ketamine therapy treatment here that is pretty well known. And there is a ketamine breathwork coach. His name's Ryan Bean. I will share his handle down here, but he was the one to guide me through that experience. And it was a very spiritual, humbling experience. So I'll kind of like walk you through step by step. So that's the reason why I decided to do it. It was a therapy modality. Ketamine is known to help with healing anxiety, depression, PTSD. The history behind it was ketamine was first synthesized in the 1960s. It was synthesized as an anesthetic or a sedative for war veterans. And that would help in the hospitals to help immobilize people during traumatic emergency experiences. So that would kind of help calm the patients. Then they decided, okay, there's actually multiple uses of ketamine. So that was one of them. It's an anesthetic that they use in the hospitals. They also call it Special K. It's a party drug too. It's an antidepressant. It's also a nasal spray and the way that I used it was through lozenges. So you take the lozenges before the breath work session, and then you are kind of guided through that. When I first heard about ketamine, I was like, that sounds crazy. (laughs) But then the more research I did, I found out that it targets and rewires neurotransmitters in your brain called glutamate that helps your brain communicate with different parts of your brain that maybe have been shut off or it kind of ramps it up. For me, I was like, okay, if this is kind of where I've been, I've been in a depressive state, I've struggled with anxiety since leaving the church, but also being in the church, you, yeah, don't really know how to socialize with a lot of people who are I wouldn't, maybe that was a broad statement. It definitely was. I'll take that back. But I would say you definitely, when you are in the thick of it, having conversations that are contrary to how you believe, it's really weird. It does a number on your body, especially when you're used to having conversations that are solely about your lifestyle And then you're kind of like thrown into the world. I remember feeling that on my mission. I was like, like culture shock, like where am I? Everyone's sinning. And I felt the same way when I came back from my mission. It was like culture shock. Everyone is sinning around me, even though I lived in Utah and everyone, like all my friends, all of my network, they were Mormon. So it was interesting. Anyways, fast forward to deciding to leave the church realizing how much of that ideology had been ingrained in me. So I'm trying to learn and unlearn different things while also experiencing and reliving childhood trauma because I moved back to my hometown where a lot of things happened. After I had my third baby, I had my third baby here in Utah. We moved back from Texas. And when I moved back, that was kind of the beginning of our unraveling, like, ooh, I don't love this. The things that I've previously shared in my first three episodes here. So again, if you haven't listened to those, go back and listen to them and let me know your thoughts in the comments. I'd love to hear what you think. Okay, so getting into the ketamine experience. So that was the reason I was like, if I am experiencing all these things, 
why not give it a try? I met with the doctors and I talked to people who had done it before and they were like, it was transformational. So I was like, why the hell not? So for you to go in and do a ketamine treatment, it was about, for me, it was about $250, $250 for a 90 minute breath work session with your breath work facilitator. And then it was like an extra, I think it was like $30 to buy the medication. You'd get it, you picked it up at the pharmacy and someone has to drive you there and someone has to drive you back. So Zach drove me there and you have to do it fasted. So I guess the ketamine works best when you are on an empty stomach. However, it can make you a little nauseous, which it made me a little nauseous. You go in and they check your vitals, which is nice. And you have someone there who is, I will link the company that I did it with and I'll put Ryan Bean's handle in here. This isn't a paid video. I just wanted to share my experience because I've had a lot of people ask me about it. So they check your vitals. He walks you through a breath work session to kind of get the medicine in. I actually took the medicine early. I guess you wait until you are in there to take the medicine. So I took it like right before I walked in. You do the breath work and then you kind of just close your eyes and allow your body to do what it does. So I fell asleep and I remember seeing they were like shapes and colors and then there were specific memories that kept coming up. And the reason why I wanted to do it, they always say to go into it with intention. And my intention was to find answers about specific things that had happened in my life. And they say, set the intention, think about that. And also, so during it too, Ryan had a little bell that he would help me refocus on that. It kind of helped me get centered so I wouldn't get lost in what was happening. During the experience, he honored my journey. And usually I'm used to in therapy, people kind of like assuming after the fact that you have shared a few things and they're like, was it because of this? Was it because of that? During it, you're completely like your body goes a little numb and then you're totally out of it in this psychedelic experience. So I'm seeing shapes and colors. He's ringing the bell. He is doing the breath work practices and these memories come in. And there are these memories that I had stored away for a long, long time. They were things that I had known that I'd stored away and just didn't want to deal with. But, you know, like my body has known all along. And they talk about when you go through a healing journey, they talk about body awareness and understanding certain experiences that you had gone through. Your body definitely, so there's that book, Body Keeps Score. That's a great one. I'll link that too. But that, it solidified so many things that I had been struggling with. So I remember just feeling super numb and out of it, but also so relaxed and calm and allowing my brain to kind of process these big experiences without me having a physical response, which was really crazy because I've been known to be very reactive. When things come up, it's been really hard for me to hold my tongue or not say things or you know, I'm reactive in sports too. So 
it's interesting having these big things come up that I've kind of bottled up and not having the ability to really respond in a physical way. It was really cool because I felt like it was moving through me. And they say kind of just like with EMDR too, they want the emotion to move through your body so it doesn't get stored. And instead of like having the re-traumatizing experience that I feel like I've had with EMDR, my brain was able to kind of process a lot of these things and move them out. So when I was coming to, I was crying and I hadn't really felt that. It was weird. The tears were numb right here and I felt them on my cheek, but it was like a numb feeling. And then when I was coming to, I was just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And it's interesting because Zach said the same thing. He cried for like a good solid month after and it would just be about the most random things, but like it's that rewiring of the brain that ketamine kind of helps you process things and get them back to a place of stability. It was really interesting. So I was coming to these memories came up and I just blurted out to Ryan what I had experienced. And I think the one thing that I regret not being prepared enough for was the aftermath of what came up. What came up, I'm really grateful that all the things were processed, but I didn't have a plan in place for integration work after a ketamine trip. So I got up, Zach came in, and I was just like out of it. You are pretty out of it, so you definitely want someone that you trust if you're planning on doing a ketamine trip. I would definitely recommend having someone you trust to be the person that takes you there and picks you up because it's an experience unlike a lot and your brain is going to be doing a lot of work at this specific facility they have a integration therapist that is there so a lot of the times after your ketamine experience they'll have you eat and then like an hour or two later you'll go right back with the integration therapist to just start processing all the things that come up because your brain holds, it's your memory storage. So there's endless things that could come up and it's different for everybody. But I think what's interesting is like, it helps trigger those things that have been holding back your ability to have normal brain functioning. And if there's trauma in your past or yeah, different things, then it can be a lot all at once. I would also say It was really interesting because I wasn't expecting to have the experience that I had. I'm very grateful that I did, but I would say you need a good support system after because going through it isolated and alone is a very lonely experience. So I actually was still meeting with my EMDR therapist. So I went to him a couple days after my ketamine session and was processing a lot of the things, but I think it would be very beneficial to have someone who is well-versed in a ketamine experience to go through and walk you through that because, well, although EMDR is trauma-based, they help kind of understand what's happened in like your past and bringing that stuff up. It's a little bit different because ketamine, there was a lot of information that came up all at once. I remember on the way home, I was just crying and crying and crying. And if you guys know me, I'm a very sensitive person. So um, 
anything can get me to cry. It was very dramatic, the things that came up for me, but it was also very freeing. My body was liberated and it was kind of like, okay, now what do we do? So that's kind of where the integration work comes into play. I think if we're comparing that to EMDR therapy, EMDR kind of shakes up a lot of stuff that you've stored away. And then you're kind of left for the next week to figure out and have all this trauma kind of sit there. So I'd say the integration piece after EMDR or a ketamine experience is critical because now the awareness is there. Your body has moved those emotions through, but now we have to find a way to rewrite the narrative and like move past and recreate some of those memories so you're not like swimming in trauma, which I totally was after. So I'd only done one ketamine experience. They recommend you do several for several weeks. One, I couldn't do it because I had work. So I was working full time and and the scheduling was not easy and it's also very expensive. So I was trying to get it covered by my insurance and that wasn't a possibility, but I would definitely recommend it for people who have experienced trauma or PTSD and are trying to do some more inner work. But I would say do not do it if you don't have an integration person and I would say someone who's well-versed in ketamine, but also someone who is well-versed in like energy healing or energy work, because that has been one of the best things that I've experienced so far. I was recommended an energy healer life coach, and she's helped me reframe and create something beautiful out of it. I should go, I'll go into that more on a different episode because I think that would be really interesting. For now, I wanted to just share my ketamine experience. I would love to know if anyone else has tried ketamine, if you'd be open to sharing your experience as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think in the comments. Thank you so much for your support. It means the absolute world to me. I'll see you next time.